Hey there, this is Anita from the Wise Woman's Workplace, and I'm here to share with you insights that made the difference in my journey from administrative assistant to executive director and beyond. Over the years, I've collected lessons learned on how to become a sought-after employee, and I want you to know them too, so that you are finally valued for your real contribution at your workplace. So, let's get started. Hi, this is Anita Bellitz from the Wise Woman's Workplace. In episode 15, I talked about how we can sometimes be too nice at work. And in today's episode, I'm going to focus on the topic of how to say no when you are indeed someone who is too nice at work. I will also share some ideas on how to actually avoid those tricky or uncomfortable situations coming up at all. So as I mentioned in episode 15, I talked about how sometimes we can be too nice at work, too eager to help others. And I promised to share with you some of the techniques that worked for me when I was in situations where colleagues felt like it was way too convenient to ask for my help on a regular basis, or even when they asked for help with things that didn't even make sense in view of my responsibilities. As a reminder, in that episode, I talked about the never learner, the shirker, and the one-upper. And I also talked about how to decide when you should and when you shouldn't help out. So if you have someone who is asking you to help out on a regular basis and you want to decline to help them out, following are some of the things that I think are important to think about and a few of the approaches that I have used myself in the past. First, some reminders. It is okay to help colleagues as long as it makes sense. And this is particularly true if you ask them for help from time to time too. It should be a balanced and fair exchange. Also, accepting to help is a great idea when it's going to give you a chance to gain experience with tasks you've never done before, meet new people and build a larger network, or build your reputation, for example. Then, to get started, I want you to ask yourself the following. Do I know my boundaries and do I set clear expectations with colleagues? This is paramount to avoiding colleagues abusing of your kindness. Knowing your own criteria for helping out in advance is really key to being ready when an unexpected request comes your way. When someone does ask for your help, try to do a quick mental check by asking yourself the following questions. First, why do I want to help? If you're helping to be liked or because it's uncomfortable to say no, this is pretty common. But work is not a popularity contest, and while it's not easy to say no, it also feels really horrible to feel like you're being used or taken advantage of. The second question is, does it make sense for me to help with this request? So have you ever gotten involved because you want to help someone out and then quickly realized you were in over your head or been burdened with a really sticky problem? Ask yourself, what is the concrete reason for me to say yes to helping helping out. And the reason should truly be compelling. If not, you may suddenly have to be a problem solver in addition to being a nice helper. The third question is, do I really have time to help with this request? So if you're perceived as having free time, you will more easily get asked for help. You should never have to put your own work on hold for for very long to help somebody else out. And finally, the fourth question is, Am I really helping my colleague by doing this? Just remember, 
We aren't always helping when we think we're helping others. While we want to help to be nice, it's best that your colleague learns a new skill to add to their job portfolio. Learning new things is important for everyone, even if it makes us uncomfortable. It helps us flex those risk-taking and keep-evolving muscles, which keeps us on our toes in life. So, what are some ways to avoid being asked, and when asked, how can we say no? First, set expectations and boundaries. So know for yourself how you want to react. Make a few guidelines for yourself to use as a way to test if you really feel okay about helping out with different requests. This will make it much easier when they catch you off guard. A really simple guideline is be nice twice. First time help, second time help with less enthusiasm and maybe a soft silence, and the third time decline. If you set boundaries and you respect your own boundaries, people will learn to respect them too. This will send a clear signal to colleagues that you respect your time and will make it less tempting for them to ask for your help. Also, make sure that you're consistent and behaving fairly. Just checking in with yourself and feeling you're being fair can make you have the confidence to say no more easily. Use blackout times to your advantage. Keep certain times of the day where colleagues shouldn't interrupt you. This is a great way to deter colleagues who are in a hurry to get something done. And don't immediately be available for anyone unless it's truly urgent. If you're caught off guard and you really feel like you can't say no to someone, at least try to say, oh, I'm in the middle of something right now. And then say you may have a little time in about an hour or whatever time frame feels reasonable. Now, the way you follow up on this can go different ways. If you're lucky, they may not come back later because many people will be asking out of convenience and they want a hand immediately. So you may just be able to avoid getting asked. If you invite them to come back, know that it will be harder to get rid of them. So try to set yourself up with an escape plan by setting an audible calendar reminder before they come to your office. The audible reminder will be an easier way to tell them you have to stop than if you have to bring it up for yourself. Or another option is to to choose to do a combination approach. So, you know, push them off for an hour or whatever time frame. Before going to their office, set a reminder on your phone if that's acceptable, and then go and see them at their office. Then when you hear your reminder and they hear your reminder, just let them know that you need to go. Wrap up and then leave promptly. Okay, after you're setting your expectations and boundaries, you can also use knowledge as a great defense. So know what you're getting into when somebody asks for help and get answers before agreeing to help them out. So ask what specifically they need you to do. It's really important to know what they're asking, why they're asking you, how long it will take, take, and I suggest that for yourself, you have an idea on how you can pull the plug on helping out, in, if necessary, in case it drags on. Also, make sure that you know who does what in your organization. This allows you to redirect the request to the best suited person to help out if it isn't you. 
Know what you have on your task list. Being on top of your task list and deadlines allows you an easy arsenal of, you know, I'm sorry, I can't help you right now. I'm, I'm working against a deadline. And feeling really confident when you say that because projecting confidence here is half the battle. And finally, ask your boss their position on helping others out. If they don't want you spending time helping others, it, it makes the decision to say no much easier. If they do want you to help out in general, you can easily include helping others out in your reporting and at least get some kind of benefit out of it. By the way, this is also a stealth way to bring up when someone is repeatedly asking for your help and it's becoming problematic to your work or difficult for you to say no. Reading between the lines, your boss should be able to understand there's a problem and then can support you in a solution. Okay, besides setting expectations, boundaries, and, you know, using knowledge, a third defense is use your behavior and body language to give off signals. Walk quickly and stand tall, right? So I already mentioned in episode 15 that walking quickly helps project that you are busy or on project. Standing tall and doing things like only slowing down when someone tries to ask you for help in the hallway will also convey that you really don't have time. When somebody asks you to help them out, use silence to your advantage. Don't explain why you can't help. Wait two to three seconds before responding and you may be amazed to see how people rush to fill the silence and possibly come up with reasons for you that you can't help them out. This works well if you're a manager in particular. Sometimes people will say, oh, unless you're too busy or unless you're about to leave, have a meeting, have a call. And they basically talk themselves out of asking for your help. Make sure that you control your reaction to the request. Stay calm, keep your facial expression neutral, and keep an even pitch and intonation in your voice. If you sound like you're wavering, it's easy for them to push the request. Try to keep the tone even and just be really matter-of-fact. This really helps to neutralize their ask. And the fourth technique is, finally, you may need to learn to say no. I know it's often hard for nice people to say no, but think of it as a way to be nice to yourself. So the first thing I want to say here is whatever you do, don't justify yourself when you say no. Justifying yourself communicates that the expectation for you to help out is correct. So try to make sure to avoid that. Although I think that's a lot easier said than done. For many people, it's hard to say a straight no to colleagues, depending on how much you like them or how much a part of your core team they are or what maybe feels socially acceptable. So you may want to start with a soft no, like, oh, I'm sorry, but I won't be able to help this time, and move away immediately. Using this time at the end of the sentence kind of takes the edge off of the decline, but walking away with confidence conveys that it is final. Now, if you can't trust yourself to say no, don't say anything in response. Try keeping your mouth shut and shaking your head no, and then walking away. This is a particularly good tactic with office bullies. It's also good when you're in a group of people and someone approaches needing help from no one in particular. This silent but definitive signal of shaking your head is more effective than people looking away uncomfortably and and that way you can trust that you won't start making suggestions and then get dragged in 
to the situation. And finally, say no politely, but remain firm. This is the best approach in my experience. It's a bit like pulling off a Band-Aid. It may sting in the moment, but it's quickly over. And it's very difficult for the person making the request to be aggravated. You can say something like, no, I really can't help you, but thank you for thinking of me. Or if you want to help this person sometime else, but not today, just say, oh, unfortunately I can't. No explanation, just say no. Or if you aren't the best person to help them out, explain why briefly and then end with, so I'll have to say no. I hope you understand. And another option is, I can't this time, but ask me again another time. So as a recap, remember, it's okay to help colleagues as long as it makes sense. And don't forget that accepting to help can be a great idea when it's going to give you a chance to expand your skill set, network, or stretch your boundaries. Consider if you have thought through what you want your boundaries to be with helping others and then how to apply them. When asked for help, do a mental check of the four questions. Why do I want to help? Does it make sense for me to help? Do I really have time to help? And am I really helping my colleague by doing this? And then there are four different techniques, at least, to avoid being asked or to say no. First, set expectations and boundaries. Know how you want to react when you receive requests. Be nice twice. Respect your own boundaries so others will too. Be consistent and fair. Use blackout times. And don't be immediately available for anyone. Once you know your expectations and boundaries, use knowledge to your advantage. Before saying yes, know what you're getting into. Know how to redirect requests. Be on top of your task list so it's easier to say no. And ask your boss their position on helping others out. Third, use your behavior and body language to give off signals. Walk quickly and stand tall to make yourself less approachable. Use silence to your advantage and control your reactions. Put on your poker face and stay calm. And finally, the fourth one is just say no. When you do, don't justify yourself. Start with a soft no. If you have a tendency to suggest solutions, try to keep your mouth shut, shake your head no, and then move away. And the best for last, just say no as politely as possible. Here is what I would like to leave you with. Helping others can make you feel good and can give you new opportunities. It can also make you feel like you're being taken advantage of or not being respected, and that feels pretty bad. By getting clear on what motivates you to say yes to a colleague's request for help or what stops you from saying no to those same requests, you will be able to start changing your behavior. While there are some easy and effective ways to reduce the likelihood of being asked to help out, I have found the best way is to just simply learn to say no more often. It may feel difficult to do so, but in the long run, it's the one surefire way which ensures respecting yourself, your time, earning respect from others, and making sure that you can focus on what you need to get done in order to be successful at the office. 
Remember, you're the one who is looking after you. You are the only one who can set your boundaries and ensure they're respected. So what to do now? Well, I invite you to keep listening to the podcast as I will likely touch on these kinds of topics again in the future and start getting yourself ready for saying no. As always, if you really want a career and a life which makes you happy, please be very mindful of what you're doing and take deliberate, consistent action. Make sure you're always looking after yourself, including in your career. And don't just survive. Take steps to thrive. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Until next time, may you be healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's it for today's show, but if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or sign up directly on my website, www.wisewomensworkplace.com, to receive automatic notification when a new episode comes out, or to submit a question or suggestion for a topic that you want to hear about. I love sharing these tips on how to become a sought-after employee and to hear how it's making a difference in your lives, so thank you so much for listening. There are many more helpful tips on the way. Until next time, take care of yourself and be wise.